If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Call's cloud business phone service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. That is right. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I am your host, Todd Huff. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com, Facebook.com, slash ToddHuffShow. For those of you that want to email your thoughts, your questions, your adoration and praise, that will be accepted with open arms here. This morning or any day at the Todd Huff Show. Kidding, not kidding. It's just good to be here. Thank you for joining us. You know, I mean, we have utter chaos, utter destruction, despair. We have misinformation. We have uh, a mess on our hands, folks. And I'm going to say something, and and you know this, but if you think that it's going to get better between today, June 16th, and Election Day in November, you better think again, because this is not going away. This will be stoked. This does politically energize, as crazy as it might seem to those of you living in the rational part of your mind, the rational part of the universe, which would be which would not include the city of Chaz, the nation of Chaz. You see this by the way, I gotta say this off the top because I want to make sure I want to make sure I get to this today. I'm telling you, if this is a bunch of mommies boys running a nation of Chaz. Right? It's been described, I saw an MSNBC clip here uh, before jumping on on air this morning, but it's been described as a block party. This is a peaceful block party. This is a summer of what? Summer of love. It's a bunch of people hanging out, showing us what, you know, showing us what life's meant to be, just hanging out. But the truth is, this is a violent, hostile takeover. Seattle has fallen. A portion of Seattle is not funny. But, I mean, on the one hand, it's, it's not funny. On the other hand, it's exactly what these liberal doofuses running this city deserve. It's exactly what they deserve. Of course, it politically helps them. God only knows how. Because we're dealing with people that, I I think we're dealing with levels of, of, you know, Americans not knowing how to think. Folks that are fueled by anger, rage, hatred, derangement for the president, disdain and hatred for things that are true. A vitriolic 
hate towards the foundational principles of America. And no, I'm not talking about slavery, reprehensible. I'm talking about the other things, the good things, the things that transformed the trajectory of the United of the world, the things that unleashed freedom and opportunity, the greatest economic engine the world has ever known. The first time, really, where people were considered citizens and not subjects, where individual individual rights and liberties were actually, um, to a degree, this wasn't meant to be the you know the uh, an exhaustive list, but liberties were were written down. The rights of people, the freedoms of people. That was they were they were enumerated. Again, not an exhaustive list, but a pretty darn good start. Those things are good, but those things, my friends, are hated, hated with a vengeance by some of these folks. In fact, you may be wondering, how can I, how can I make a difference today? How can I change the life of someone in need? Well, let me, let me point you to the, to the nation of Chaz. Have you seen this? I love this, by the way. God bless U.S. Representative Dan Crenshaw from the state of Texas. He tweeted this out. Uh, this is a couple days ago, June 13th. I saw this last night, but I have not had a chance to, well, didn't have a chance to talk about it yesterday. I, actually, I may have seen it yesterday, but just didn't have a chance to get to it. He tweets this out. He tweets out a picture, looks like a whiteboard, in the Seattle Autonomous Zone. <laughs> I just, I mean, it's like the Autonomous Zone. This is anything but autonomous. I don't know whoever wrote this. I don't know if we need to go through and educate people on basic definitions of words. This is anything but autonomy. So there's a poster board or a whiteboard just, I guess, hanging out in the, in the nation of Chaz. You just post your needs on this whiteboard, and it says at the top, supplies need. It didn't say needed. Again, that's probably the product of some terrible school system, but supplies need. And they write their list of, of wants. These might be taken eventually. These might be demands at some point, but right now they're just needs that they're just randomly placing on whiteboards in the nation of Chaz or CHOP, if you prefer it that way. I'm going to read you some of these. Clothes. Now, not just clothes. Now, I don't know if these people are running around naked. That wouldn't surprise me. But they need clothes. They need male pants. Now, this is troubling to me. I don't know why we suddenly have to be fixated on this sort of gender discussion in this utopia that's called Chaz. Why do, do they need to be male pants? They also need male shirts. Specifically, large shirts. Now, again, I don't know if this is directed, uh, intentionally meant to be hateful towards smaller men who might need extra small shirts or small shirts or even medium shirts. Or if it's hatred against larger men who may need single X, double X, triple X, quadruple X. This, they just need large male shirts. These sexist and these haters of people who are overweight or underweight. This needs to be addressed in the city of Chaz. They need the shirts. They need the pants. They need belts. They apparently left mommy and daddy's basement without grabbing a belt. Their pants are falling down. Maybe they left without clothes in general, running around the city naked. The nation, I should say. The nation of Chaz. Chop. Naked. They need ice. But they don't just need ice. 
They need the good ice. What the? Oz, what's the good kind of ice? What is that? Is it is it the little cute, the little pellets of ice? What is the good kind of ice? That's what they need. Maybe we should send them a shipment, shipment of ice. They also need men's shoes. I didn't see that. See, they've written this in black ink and red ink. Red ink is well, not ink, but the the marker. I don't know. They probably grabbed a. They probably did grab a uh, sharpie. This board's probably destroyed. They probably need a new whiteboard as well. Probably some dry erase markers. That's not on the board, though. It probably should be. Again, I'm just. I know that conservatives are charitable people. I'm just telling you, if you want to make a difference in the lives of people who need it today, consider donating supplies to the nation of Chaz. They also need cigarettes, cigarettes, um, and lighters. Undoubtedly, the group of people that have been raised to believe smokers are second-class citizens now need cigarettes and lighters. They can't even make fire, although they've started dumpster fires. Maybe they use their lighters to start dumpster fires. I mean, we can't judge here, folks. We've got to find out a way. We've got to find out a way to help these folks in their hour of need. They need lanterns, lanterns, probably old-fashioned lanterns so that they can double that, you know, they can get to a flame so that they can light their cigarettes and start fires in the, in the nation of Chaz. Of course, they don't have fire department there in the nation of Chaz. they got to get help from someone across the border as they erect barricades. I thought walls didn't work, and walls were harmful and unnecessary. But, but Chaz has put up barriers. They're actually enforcing the border. I don't know if you need some sort of a passport to get into the nation of Chaz. I don't know what they do to undocumented people who are in the nation of Chaz. But they need la- they need lanterns, they need flashlights, and they need, what's this say? Headlamps. You know, they need headlamps because when you're out at night rioting and setting things on fire, before you set the fire with the lantern that you're going to donate to them or with the lighter that you're going to donate to them to light their cigarettes, before they start these fires and, and they you know do their handiwork, their graffiti, and whatever else they're doing over there in the nation of Chaz, they've got to be able to see. They've got to have their hands free. See, a lantern is really not helpful insofar as, uh, you know, you can't carry out your acts of rioting when you don't have both hands available. I mean, how are you going to throw rocks and bricks and that sort of thing? So they need a headlamp so they have both their hands free. Again, if you're looking for a list of items to donate, a group of people to help, I consider, or I, I propose to you that you consider helping out these wonderful loving, kind people who are just having a block party, a city of love in the nation of Chaz today. They need portable solar chargers. Thank goodness they're concerned about the environment as they destroy the city and nation of Chaz before our very eyes. That's a, I was worried about that for a minute. Whew, that was a close one. At least they, they can have access to solar power. Of course, they probably need solar power because they burnt down all the buildings that have outlets where they can actually plug their devices in and get electrical power. They're going to stop paying the electrical bill where they've hijacked and taken over this nation of Chaz. So they need some portable solar chargers. They need Gatorade and electrolyte powder. Sorry, this is a little bit small on my what I'm looking at here, this picture. Electrolyte powder. They, you know, when you have a night full of rioting and pro- to peaceful protesting, peaceful protesting, Although Chris Cuomo doesn't know why protesters have to be peaceful. More on that uh, here as the program comes together, which is fantastic, by the way. 
Chris Cuomo, legal scholar, someone who's supposed to be walking us through the uh, you know, what it what it means as we look at these these two different sides of protest and you know what the Constitution says. He's trying to walk us through and explain to us the foundational principles of this great nation. He doesn't understand where it says protesters must be peaceful. Tough guy Chris Cuomo can't find that. You don't have to even look far to find that one, but we'll talk about that as the program comes together. But anyway, when you're out protesting all night, you need to replenish your electrolytes. So you can donate to the nation of Chaz, Gatorade, and electrolyte powder. You can also donate to them backpacks and reusable bags. I thought reusable bags were the scourge of the earth. Is that plastic? Is a reusable bag a plastic bag? No. Oh, we're looking at the uh, the cloth bags, like the. But see, those spread COVID though. I can't. Of course, there's no grocery store to go to in the nation of Chaz. They probably have looted it and burned it to the ground. So I don't know what they need these reusable bags for. But that carries that carries germs. These uh, there's a name for that. Polypropylene, I think, is what the name of that material is. And so they they need reusable bags. They need you to help. They got more supplies as well. I'm going to pass along this. This is a need, folks. You know that we try to to provide the public service of connecting you, the good-hearted conservative, um, here across the fruited plain with those in need most. It's one of the things we try to do from time to time. I'm trying to connect you to these autonomous, <laughs> these autonomous people in the nation of Chaz who. After just a few days, suddenly realize, crap, folks, we don't have any basic needs. We're not having our basic needs met. There are more, more needs that I want to make you aware of next segment, but I have to take a break. Have to take a break. Seattle Autonomous Zone, practicing anything but autonomy. Dependency upon the nanny state, and it's not even dependency upon their own nanny state. They need to depend upon the... Well, the the generosity of the United States from which they've effectively, although they tell us they don't want us to secede. They don't want us to secede because they need our support, right? They need our support. It's not because they embrace the principles of this great nation. They don't stand by the things that the flag stands by. In fact, the flag needs to be destroyed, as Coach Popovich said. That's another thing I want to get to today. The flag is... You know, it doesn't stand for anything. It's people glomming political ideas to. That's what he says. Coach Pop. I used to like Coach Pop. I don't, don't care. Don't care about the NBA. Don't care about the NFL. These folks are out of control. They have no regard for what the average person thinks about uh, their nation and these problems. And if you don't agree with them, then they're just going to take their ball and go home. They're not going to play. And I say, fine, go for it. I won't lose a minute's worth of sleep over that. But anyway, more needs from the nation such as, or CHOP. I don't want to look, I don't want to pick sides here. There's a name, CHOP, that's been used as well. I want to be equal in the way that we refer to this new, this is, this is what, when you start a new great nation, this is what it looks like, folks. This is, I mean, they have started this from nothing. They have poured their lives, their hearts into this wonderful utopian land. And after about, what, a week or 10 days or whatever it's been here in this 
the hellhole of Chaz, they need some supplies, including the good kind of ice. In case you're wondering, I don't know what that is, but uh, if you want to help them out, I'll tell you how to do that as the show comes together. So going to take a break here. You're listening to the home of conservative, not bitter, not bitter about this. I'm just acknowledging, I'm just exposing the lunacy about this. I'm exposing the dangers about this as we look at this wonderful utopian nation of Chaz. Continue that after the break. Sit tight. See you in a few. Welcome back. Just trying to do our part in helping this growing, peaceful, fun-loving block party, the summer of fun, peace and goodness. These are patriots, not protesters and rioters and terrorists. No, no, no. Even though the nation of Chaz is led by a self-proclaimed warlord, (laughs) I just, oh my gosh. I I mean, this is beyond stupid. This is literally, I, I don't even know how to describe this. Talking with Oz, you know, before the during the break, I, I pose the question, how long is Trump going to allow this to go on? How long is Trump going to sit back and watch there be a nation of chaz? You know what? I think maybe I think we should let this this nation of chaz grow because as far as I'm concerned, if you're a member of the nation of chaz, a citizen, you have forfeited your rights as an American, so you lose your right to vote. And people who think that this is the way society should function, um, I'm glad that they're starting their own nation. I mean, what we need to think about is, is you know, once they burn their nation to the ground, once they destroy everything that's left there that was created by the capitalists of the United States, once they do that, we really need to think of how do we protect ourselves of the, from these folks who want to come back and make these demands outside Outside the nation of Chaz. But I want to continue to help you here. I know that you want to help these young folks. These folks are just, you know, they're just trying to create utopia. Trying to create utopia here in the nation of Chaz. They need some items. They want to pound their chest and say how autonomous they are. But after 10 days, they realize that they've got some supplies they need. And their little social experiment doesn't meet their needs. Surprise, surprise. Who would have thought? Who would have thought wearing masks, spraying graffiti, threatening people who want to walk down the streets with a banner that talks about Jesus? That's the biggest biggest threat in their mind that exists. Who would have thought these folks could not pull off a successful experiment? I I will say this. I'm surprised they lasted this long. I mean, I'm, I'm reminded of the guy. Remember this guy? I didn't talk about this. I wanted to. It's not, I just didn't avoid it. There's, just, there's so many things. Oz commented this morning. She said in the first five minutes of looking at the headlines on Fox, you know, uh, she's just, you know, kind of exhausted, basically. You know, we got North Korea blowing stuff up. We've got, you know, the nation of Chaz. We got fires in the streets. We got the spread of this nonsense to Portland. We've got Supreme Court decisions where they're creating law. We've got, I mean, it, it's it's impossible to stay on top of. And just think about the stories that are not getting attention. Well, like Hillary testifying here later in the in the summer. We haven't heard much about Durham and his report. 
which of course is is coming in the not too distant future. But I want to go back, get back to this. All that's true, and we'll get to some of that, not all of that. But so as we talk about the the crazy state of affairs in this in this nation, but I want to tell you how you can help these poor poor people, these poor mainly millennials in the nation of Chaz. They're they're out of supplies. They need our help. And I want to pick up here. They need tents. Tents is circled. I don't know if that means it's a priority. Um, I don't have a scale or a, a key explaining to me why they're what what the red markings mean versus the black markings. It, it actually looks like there's green markings at the bottom. They're black markers. So again, you might want to send them a, a a package of dry erase markers. It looks like they've run out or they've lost one. They've had to grab another one, probably from a store that they've busted the windows out of. Go in there and help themselves. But they need tents, sleeping pads, pillows, and tarps. Tarps in the city. And that's, I mean, sounds like the uh, high level. Look, I'm not against, I got tarps. I got tarps out here. We cover stuff up, whatever. Uh, but I don't need those when I go to the city. Also don't need a tent when I go to the city. Unless, of course, Chaz or Chop is burn it to the ground, the, the places that you normally sleep. They need track phone minute minutes cards. I don't know if mommy and daddy are not able to supply these things to these folks as they're, you know, being autonomous in the nation of Chaz or what, but they need track phone minutes cards. <laughs> body lotion. May I suggest it's the scented type of body lotion because I haven't seen anything on here re- requesting shower supplies. Of course, I don't know where they're going to find water um, either, but they need body lotion. I'm going to say they probably need the scented kind. I saw that there's some Bed Bath & Beyonds, I think, that are closing their doors. Um, so maybe you can get some, you know, we're closing our store kind of prices and send these different types of body lotions. They need shoes. They need shoes. Again, when there's busted glass in the streets, they need something to cover their feet. Now, I know the glass, the busted glass in the streets got there because of these lunatics. But look, it's really not their fault. They've been coddled. They've been, uh, you know, had excuses made for them their entire lives. They're not responsible for anything. Actually, everybody's responsible for everyone else, but no one is responsible individually for himself. That's one of the fundamental flaws we see in our society today. Everybody's responsible for what happened in the tragic situation of, of, of George Floyd or what we've seen in the city of Atlanta, we're all responsible for that. And and if you don't, on a daily basis, there's an article here from uh, Kurt Schleister that I want to get to that I thought was pretty well written. But if we don't, on a daily basis, as we get up, go about our day, tell the world on social media, maybe wear a t-shirt, I am not a racist. I guess the default starting point is you are a racist. You are part of the problem. That's where we're now... Apparently, that's uh, where reality is apparently taking some folks. Of course, that's not reality. That's that's a delusional uh, way of thinking. But anyway, doesn't mean that there's not real problems. Doesn't mean that we can't talk about them. But it does mean that I'm look. I'm responsible for me. You're responsible for you. And but but they've twisted this. This these radicals, the media, the Democrat Party. They they want you to think. That, that we're responsible for everybody collectively, everyone but our, ourselves. In fact, if we do something wrong, well, maybe not us as conservatives, but the liberals do something wrong. That's why they check into rehab. That's the first thing they do. 
really saying this isn't this was wasn't me. In fact, right, this is normally in the apology that they write with their PR, their publicist PR firm, say things like, Ah man, that wasn't me. That's not like me. You know, when I went on that tirade and I, you know, did that, that just wasn't me. Not responsible for that. I'm it's the the product of the anxieties caused probably by President Trump. Probably by capitalism, the pressures of society to actually work or provide funds to pay for basic necessities. Unless you live in Chaz and you can put it on a whiteboard here and ask for average everyday Americans from a foreign country. We're not, look, they're not part of us anymore. I say good riddance, but they need shoes, they need bedding, comforters. They don't even spell comforters. C O M F A T E R S, comfatters. Zip ties. I don't even want to know. <laughs> what do they want the zip ties for? It's probably because they're having to create their own vigilante force, and this is their form of handcuffs. Zip ties. They're going to zip. If you're, and I'll tell you the people they'll zip tie. People who are in there carrying the American flag. People who are in there, uh, like the the street preacher we talked about yesterday. Um, people who are in there supporting law enforcement. People who are supporting anything capitalistic you need zip ties applied so this is this is for their protection they need folding chairs they need laundry bags i think the picture's even bigger but that's where my picture that's where the image cuts off here oh no wait i can see a couple more personal fans personal fans they're hot at night the, the kind that plug in you think it's a hand you think it's one of those that, that spritz you too so I don't know. If, I don't know. You might need to get one of each. A personal fan, the kind that you can spray yourself and hold and cool yourself down after an afternoon and evening of rioting. Um, a personal, maybe a box fan. I don't know. You're going to have to give them something solar to power this because they've destroyed any infrastructure over there. So there's no, uh, there's no power to be heard of over there. That's why we needed earlier the portable solar chargers. They probably don't realize that's not enough power to power the fan. They need body wash. Now, there is, see, I didn't see that earlier. It was cut off. They need disinfectant. See, they're trying to stay safe. COVID's still going on out there. Even though this poses no risk, rioting, there's something about it that the COVID, the coronavirus knows. It knows not to infect these people that are rioting in the streets of Chaz or Portland or wherever they are. But they still need disinfectants. They still want to be safe. They don't. They want you to know that they're they're concerned about the safety, the spread of coronavirus. Even though coronavirus respects their riots and their hostile takeover of the nation of Chaz or takeover of Seattle for the creation of the nation of Chaz. And they also need sunglasses. I don't think they really need sunglasses that much because these folks are sleeping all day and they're up all night. They might need they might need night vision goggles, but they don't need sunglasses. So there you go. If you want to help these folks out, you can donate. They have supplies need. Supplies need, again. Uh, if you're going to send ice, be sure you send the good kind. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even do this anymore. The idiocy. The, the degree to which we just accept this as – this is, this is stupidity. This, if, if mommy and daddy and every other American just cut off, cut off the supply chain to these – crazy anarchist this would be over in about 45 more minutes 
45 more minutes. So the cops would go in there and just say, hey, party's over, sunshine. Make-believe world, your little utopia, your destruction over here, using the bathroom on the streets or whatever else you're doing, over and done with. Go back home to your basements because this this isn't going to happen anymore. Instead, we now have a list of demands. Supplies. It's not a demand yet. They're just requesting, but it will be. I'm telling you, this goes on much longer. These these uh, these needs that I've just read off will be will be demands. Anyway, this is what we're dealing with. This is considered sophisticated. This is, by the way, the radical lefts. This is this is the fruit. This is the fruit of the ideology of the radical left. This is what it, this is what it's created right here. No questions asked. And I've got to take a break. Sit tight. We'll continue after the break. See you in just a minute. Welcome back. So these needs from the nation of Chaz, nation of chop, they're currently just listed as needs. They are appealing to your your compassion, your heart. I mean, who could have seen this coming? Who could have seen a group of anarchists taking over a city who hate capitalism and free markets, who've lived in their mommy and daddy's basement, many of them, for some time, getting things, you know, I mean, growing up the way that they've grown up. Who could have seen this headed this direction? I mean, after just a few days, they need, they need some, some help. They need some help. And I'm going to say this. These are currently, they're appealing to you. They're appealing to you to help and pitch in through this, this list, which I'm going to post to social media. I'm not making any of this up, by the way. I mean, this is a, a parody skit asking to be written. There's no doubt about it. But I'm not making any of this up. But I will say this. These will eventually be demands. These will be demands, and these demands will be met by you, whether whether you like it or not, or someone in Seattle, someone in the state of Washington. Right? You have you have one hour. I mean, you have you have one hour to respond to the need. Otherwise, these demands will be made official by the warlord. I mean, it's like a stinking Lord of the Flies book. Right? I mean, this is, this is, this is, I mean, it's exactly what you would expect. Exactly. My favorite, my favorite is to watch them try to figure out these problems and then they start instituting the very things that they say that they hate. Right? They realize they need supplies. You can't get that through utopian wishful thinking. You actually need productivity and you need commerce which of course doesn't exist because surprise surprise they burn it metaphorically and physically to the ground so they they suddenly realize oh crap well there's some basic problems here they have people that aren't following the rules it's a it's amazing to me for a group that wants no rules how quickly how quickly they formed a group of people including the warlord over there to to enforce the rules why do we have rules i thought the whole thing was not to have rules then they're debating whether or not you should be able to say things that people in that group don't like to hear. Right? Starting yesterday with this, what well, didn't happen yesterday. We talked about it yesterday with this street preacher. People threatening his life, people choking him, by the way. 
choking him. They had to have other people, other citizens of the great nation of Chaz to come over and explain this is exactly what this is what we want here. We want people with diverse opinions. We don't we can't shut them up. Problem is that's not what the vast majority of them them think. Violent, immoral, morally bankrupt. That's that is what we're watching here. This is this is a group of people who are embracing ideas that are morally bankrupt. That's what this is. They don't they don't know it yet. Some of them do. Some of them want chaos and disorder. Some of them thrive in that craziness. They think they thrive until they need toilet paper or ice, the good kind of ice. Anyway, what a mess. What a mess has been created. See, see to me, this, this is a case study, a real-time case study, as to the beauty of what the founders did when they established this great nation. And no, I'm not talking about slavery. I'm talking about all the other things, the the. Uh, the enumeration of, of, of rights or the listing, of, not even the listing, but the, the, the spirit of what it means, the role of government, the rights of the individual, that those rights come from God, not from government. Radical stuff that has transformed the landscape of this world in positive ways that these lunatics, that these lunatics are not, um, I don't know how they're going to, ever see this. I mean, some of the folks who maybe in that group who are observing the results of their actions, deeds, and intentions, maybe in those quiet moments when they're contemplating some realities might realize, you know what? Kind of was better. Kind of was better living in the land of the free and the home of the brave under the Constitution and the Declaration instead of our warlord over here. In the nation of Chaz. I gotta take a break. Shifting gears when we get back. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. Welcome back. I saw this article, this little editorial from written by Kurt Schleister yesterday. Headline, title, Brave Celebrities Fearlessly Stand Up Against Racism. That's what he says here. He makes some some good points here. I mean, this is... Look, I am all for truth and reality and, you know, uh, forgiveness and, and grace and dealing with things individually or even, I mean, collectively, insofar as it accurately depicts what people have believed or thought or what have you, the way that they've acted. Not in some symbolic sense, but in a real sense. But I, I want you to, I'm, I'm not going to be able to read this this whole thing, but I, I this there's a good flavor to this as far as just what we're seeing happen. I think, before our eyes. Finally, he writes, someone had the courage to say it out loud. Racism is bad. And we are truly blessed that our celebrities, corporations, and politicians are willing to say say so no matter what the cost. Alvin York, Audie Murphy, that Weasley guy from Breaking Bad. Again, I'm reading from an op-ed written by Kurt Schleister. This is the pantheon of true American heroes, except York and Murphy, 
were much less heroic than what's-his-name, since they did not accept personal responsibility for their participation in the genocidal attempts of oppression that your man bund T.A. taught uh, taught you about at Goucher College. They were too busy, uh, well, too busy killing. I will say, pull down their statues and scrub their names from history for their lack of wokeness. Instead, let's put up a statue celebrating... Um, that severe-looking gal in that celebrity video who wears the smart girl glasses that she must have borrowed from S.E. Cup. I don't know who she is, but she must have done some hardcore racisting in the past to be so repentant. Yet she has somehow found the courage to change. She is now against racism. She is taking responsibility, and she wants everyone to know it. That's real courage. She and the rest of her pals who star in stuff we don't watch— I think recognize three of the repentant responsibility takers in that PSA are fighting back against all those people out there in America who love racism, which these stars hate. Again, reading from this this piece from Kurt Schleister. She and the rest of her pals who star in stuff we don't watch, I think I recognize three of the repentant responsibility takers in that PSA are fighting back against all those people out there in America who love racism, which these stars hate. This has never happened before in all of American history, which began in 2008, and it's finally, or is long overdue, that someone has finally summoned up the courage to say racism is bad. Luckily, we have B and C level celebrities to confront all the monsters out there loudly advocating in favor of racism. Where would we be without Hollywood? Where would we need, or where would we be without Hollywood? And we need to recognize the courage of the giant multinational corporations as well. They, too, have bucked the current society, uh, the current in society and likewise taken hard, loose, uh, lonely stands against racism. For instance, Sprite put out a statement against racism, and it was a long time coming from this, for this high-fructose corn syrup delivery system dealer to confront head-on the terrible legacy of racist racism, if not... Uh, diabetes. Other companies have done the same. Credit card companies, insurance companies, adult diaper companies. These company uh, corporate freedom fighters have publicly, through their PR consultants, committed to not be for racism, even if not liking racism, cost them the business of the giant amorphous customer base out there that strongly supports racism. And that's that's really the point I wanted to get to here of what he was getting at. And I've got to take a break, but he's not, he's saying, look, all these companies are coming out to say that they stand against racism, and we're told that everybody's racist. So if we're so racist, why would we embrace or continue to do business with companies who are telling us they're not for something that we believe in, which in this particular case is apparently racism? This isn't bravery. This isn't uh, – this is, this is people that are taking – you know that are dealing with the, the, the pressures, the reality. They're looking to help themselves personally. It's sad. Whatever – Kurt Schleister, you know, how he describes it here. I just kind of wanted to, to share that with you, his words, not mine. But I do want you to see that because he makes a good point that this, it doesn't make logical sense. It doesn't mean that there's not racist, there absolutely are. And that needs to continue to be addressed and eradicated just like any other form of evil and so forth. But this is, it uh, doesn't apply to most Americans. I don't know of any, I don't know of any a person, I don't know any person that is truly. I'm not saying that there's out there. I'm saying that I don't personally know someone that I would say this person's a racist. 
anyway, apparently Sprite and some of these other folks do, but I just, I don't. And again, I'm not suggesting they don't exist. I'm just suggesting that it's only your problem if it is your problem. It doesn't mean that, the, that we shouldn't try to prevent it otherwise, but this idea that it's widespread madness and hatred at that level of racism is just something I, it's not the way I look at this, but who knows? I got to take a break. Listen to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Lots more to get into, hour number two of the program today, which you can watch for free on YouTube, youtube.com, search for the Todd Huff Show there. Hour number two will be, uh, that's where we'll be jumping uh, over there here in the next uh, six minutes or so, six minutes just after the top of the hour. So, uh, but lots to get to, including Supreme Court case, uh, including just a discussion on really the role of the courts, the role of the legislature. How do we get to these points uh, where we're affect? I mean, they're legislating from the bench, even if it's something that most people agree with, the conclusion, which I'm not saying it is or isn't in this case, but just for the sake of making the, the point, doesn't justify that they suddenly have the right to create law. That's not the rule of the court, although it has been used in that way for some time. So that and much more to get to. But I've got to wrap up here. Hour number one. Thank you so much for listening. SDG. See you in a few.